cliffcentral.com here we go. It's a Wednesday, 9 a.m. right on cliffcentral.com. And thank you so much for having me on. My name is Sia Sangwenifin. And once again, it's your midweek dose of untapped talent right here on Cliff Central. So let's get it started. Uh, what a week, hey? What a lovely array, a variety of guests galore joining me this week. Um, I will have, so listen, I, I'm trying to introduce the show as best as I can without having the song play over and over as it has been in my head. So let me just be straight out with it. I'll be having people who are part of Fame, the musical, the new production that was part of the uh, National School of the Arts, but will be showcasing at the Joburg Theatre. And in preparing for the show for the past couple of days, all I've had is the same thing over and over again. And you know what? I will not be in with this tune in my head alone. How about this? I love this. Let's just set the tone. I don't need to introduce my show this week. How about we just have this song, right? Ah, I can go all old school and just talk over this. Now that we all have our hands up in the air and we're clicking and swaying side to side, we can get the show started. So Brenda, a representative from NSA, Lufuna, who's playing the role of Shlomo, and Shantae, who plays the role of Carmen, will be joining me in studio in a little bit to talk about the upcoming production. And little do they know, I actually have a little quiz on fame planned for them. So let's see how that goes and how well they actually know about this little production. Cut the music. There we go. <laughs> and then also to round off the show in the best way as we know how to, Sound of Nine, a band, will be joining me as well to round off Untapped Talent this week. They actually released a their latest single. It's titled Jawsy. And I've been listening to it and loving it as well because uh, one of their lines, and this is so typical Jawsy, like people who live in Joburg, they'll resonate. One of the lines in the songs is, it seems our whole life is all about the weather. And isn't that the truth? We just always complain. So it's very, very interesting to get to talk to them. So listen, if you want to join in the show, you know where to get me right. The, you can message me on WeChat. Our official account is Cliff Central. Or you can tweet me personally on at Sia underscore SF or Cliff Central on at Cliff Central com. But as usual, let's start the show off with our talent news of the week. Untapped talent on CliffCentral.com. All right, so it seems like I have very, very interesting local news for Talent of the Week this week, and it's very inspiring to hear that. But you know who Arthur Mafugate is, ne? He's of Triple Nine fame, and he's unearthed a lot of talent in the forms of Lira and Mendoza, uh, Chomin, Ishmael, and the Guaido genre. But now he's started something which I think is very, very cool of him. So he's recently established a non-profit organization called the South African Arts Development Association, which is shortened as SAAD 
USA. Uh, and the whole premise of this organization is to help nurture young talent. And just with the real, with the release basically of this organization, uh, they're running a, a talent search, uh, that will begin today actually. Arthur has said that often we like complaining, but very few people are prepared to stand up and do something. And we need to take care of the future of our industry through the young ones. Um, the key objectives of SAADA are to provide training to ensure sustainability of careers in the arts, improvement in productivity, and effectiveness of artists in the industry. So that's very, very interesting. They're starting off with the music talent. Talent shirt, so, ooh, music talent shirt, music talent search that'll be launched today. And the events will take the form of talent search shows throughout the nine provinces, culminating in 1,000 beneficiaries being selected to participate in the 12 month SAADA program. So that's very, very cool. You know what? I think we should have Art on the show. It's close, right? Untap talent. He's doing talent. I'll find out more info. Maybe we can even have him on the line or representative as we find out more about this. But he'll be working alongside artists and producers such as Oskido and Casper Nyovest. Um, Dr. Malinga and Chomi as well as they go around the country. So as soon as he releases more info, I'll definitely pass that on to you. We can have tons and tons of fun as we relay the messages, right? That's my good for the day. Very cool. Um, moving on. This is something I heard about in the past week, and I'm very, very interested and really proud that there's progress happening in the world about this. So there was recently a New York Fashion Week held, and this week... Um, well, most recently, there was a good spin happen that happened with it, um, as the whole premise of the Fashion Week this year was to promote diversity. Um, so some of the designers, as we know, you know, we have all these models and some people complain that they're a bit too skinny. But this year, they did something totally different and they actually included disabled models in their shows. So... Um, a person that really garnered the attention of the world was British personal trainer Jack Ears, who became the first male amputee model to basically strut his stuff on the catwalk. Uh, his leg was amputated at the age of 16, but here he was now in front of the world, st- on the world stage, really, um, as a disabled man, but also just raising awareness on diversity. So I think that's really, really cool. Um, also, the FTL Moda um it's autumn winter. Yeah, it's autumn winter fashion show. They actually included models on wheelchairs on the actual ramp. So I feel that's so cool. It's, it's spreading. You know, it's one thing to have a message of you want to promote diversity and you don't need a campaign to say, Hey, include these people and they just like you. Um, cause at the end, you know, the bottom line is our differences really shouldn't make a difference. And to have a ramp where you include models of different shades, sizes, hues, you name it. I think that's very, very fantastic. So kudos on Fashion Week. Usually they people say it's not a lot of substance that goes on there, but I'm very, very happy with that. So that's cool stuff. And then rounding for our talent news of the of the week this week, local singer Tandi Sobomazwa, you may know her from Bong Muffin fame. She's done something very, very cool. So it was her birthday last week and she thought, let me do something different and almost paid for it. So she announced on Twitter that she wants to collaborate with an unknown artist or band on a new song. So all you have to do is tweet her um, about your song and who you are with the hashtag King Ta for the Babies. So K I N G T H A the number four and then the babies. And if she likes your song and if she likes who you are, she'll collaborate on your song for free. So for such an established artist to really want to do uh, to do something like this to really pay it forward for upcoming musicians, I think this is just. 
awesome. So uh, for her to celebrate her birthday in this way, not wanting gifts or anything cool or extraordinary like that, but instead um, really focusing on paying for it, I think that is really, really awesome. So go on with your bad self, Tandiswa. Um, I absolutely love that. You see, like our talent news of the week is getting a whole new spin on things. It's all like very warm-hearted smile. Positive, right? Look at me being all Mother Teresa. Moving on. Okay. So wrapping things up. Um, I don't know how to really start this because it really kind of bugs me. So we always know that there are popular songs that get remixed and sometimes they're really, really awesome. Most recently, this week, Sam Smith just announced a remix of one of his songs, Lay Me Down with John Legend, which I think, yo, just listen to that on YouTube. Just sit with that for a while and we'll kind of pull on your heartstrings. So that was very, very cool. But also with that, sometimes I do think if a song is perfect, you don't have to touch it. The Lay Me Down, it's John Legend, Sam Smith, same gene, sort of good. It, I really get that. But most recently, ASAP Rocky, who's a, a rapper, remixed Sam Smith's um, I'm n- I Know I'm Not the Only One. <sighs> I really don't see the point of it. You know, Usually I don't cite Kim Kardashian for her genius, and a lot of people don't. But Kim Kardashian once said, she was asked why she doesn't have a tattoo, and she said, would you ever put a bumper sticker on a Bentley? And that's exactly what I feel. When something is already good and pure and perfect, why add things or to possibly ruin it? You just don't have to touch anything. Now, the reason that... I'm so fired up about this at like 9.20 in the morning on a Wednesday. It's because one of my current favorite songs, Maroon 5 with Sugar, has recently been remixed by Nicki Minaj of all people. You know, Nicki, good on you. You're a fantastic person, possibly. But why did you have to just touch Sugar? She did this whole spin, typical Nicki format. The whole song starts like, yo, Nicki Minaj. Oh, Just don't. Stay away from it. Don't touch it. Leave it as it is. It's one of those things. It doesn't have to happen. But on that note, running off talent news of the week in a more positive light, it's one of my favorite songs. This is the untouched, perfect version as it is. And best believe I'll be singing along in the background. It's Maroon 5 with Sugar. This is Untapped Talent. Cliffcentral.com. Ah, if your day was not going well, just know that Adam Levine and Maroon 5 are just holding on, waiting for you with Sugar, one of my current favorite songs. It's been like on replay. It's absolutely unhealthy for me to like that song that much, but I'm still playing it nonetheless. So thank you so much for having us on. It is Untapped Talent right here on cliffcentral.com. Listen, a lot of messages coming in on WeChat. Remember that our official account is Cliff Central. Rubali has just sent me pictures of Dubai. And I presume 
he's in Dubai too. And he says there's a sandstorm, sandstorm here in Dubai. Let's hope it doesn't get too chaotic. Well, Rubali, listen, you have Cliff Central on. So, of course, it won't get too hectic. And at least, even if you're caged in somewhere, you will be entertained. <laughs> so that's very, very cool. If you want to add anything onto the show, go onto our official account on WeChat, tap, tap connect, then message to so as well. Otherwise, you can also tweet us at cliffcentral.com and at Sia underscore SF. So, once again, you know, I introed my guests earlier on at the top of the hour, but how about we try just one more time? The best introduction out there. You think you're over the song, then it plays, and you just can't help sing along. I have Brenda Sakalridis, who's the chairperson of the school governing body at NSA, along with Lufunum Zuli, who plays the role of Shlomo. Yo, was that good? Yeah, it, was it just good. like slipped out of my mouth as I called up. Let me catch the name again. And then Shantae Hudsonberg, right? Yes. Who plays the role of Carmen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me this morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing excellently. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us to be here. Oh, today. only a pleasure. And that just gives me more excuse to sing later on in the show. So let's just hold it for now. But also with that, a day before opening night, how are we all feeling? Excited. We, yeah. <laughs> we feeling very excited. Yeah. I mean, we've put so much work into this. We know it'll become, it will be, it actually is. Yeah. Very, a very, a very good, uh, production. Yes. Uh, everyone should come watch it if they get the opportunity to. It's gonna blow people's minds away. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's a very fantastic. Mm-hmm. So no pre-night jitters, no slight anxiety. You're Not very, very confident and excited. Yeah. Extremely confident and extremely excited. I Yikes. mean, we've put, I think we've been rehearsing from the beginning of the year till we got our scripts last year. Yeah. And we've been rehearsing from the beginning of the year. So much work from like immediately after school to like nine. Uh we've been putting work and it's just gonna be an amazing, be amazing, amazing, amazing production. Okay. We're actually so excited. You know, no I even have like slight goosebumps as well already. <laughs> it's very, very weird. Before we get into the production as a whole, I just have to admit that I'm a I'm a closet NSA Wanted to be student. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. I always just heard about NSA. I grew up in Durban, so I never yeah. got the chance to actually, you know, get, go through schooling in Joburg. And I always thought, if I lived in Joburg, I'd definitely go to the National School of the Arts. So mm-hmm. before we get into fame too much, tell me about NSA as a school. Brenda, I know you as, you know, on behalf of this, uh, governing body, but just, what is the whole ethos of NSA and how do you actually um, explain the school in terms of people who would think, oh, it's just too artsy-fartsy and kids get to run around and there's no constructive education happening? Well, that's very far from the truth. Yeah. It's a school of excellence in academics and in arts. So the students all have a full academic program and their art subject is just one of their seven subjects. Okay. But it's a school of focused learning. So they will have two hours of intensive training study in their arts discipline every day. Wow. They choose one focused art subject. So the students don't study all of them. Yeah. They study either art, drama, music or dance. Okay. Um but however, having said that, our children are multi talented and I like to think that the school produces really superb triple threat performers, ready and able to go into the business and take their place in the spotlight and um become very, very valuable members of the of the creative industries community. 
Um, wow. uh, but going back to your earlier point when you're saying you're a NSA wannabe, I'd yes. like to make you an official NSA ambassador. Hold up. Hold <laughs> you are up. an ambassador. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And an advocate. Whoa, whoa. You do not throw terms around like that when I'm not ready. <laughs> Didn't take my cold this morning. You're going to get my nose all fired up. Am I an honorary NSA student now? No, not, not, well, actually, okay. we never stop learning. We All never right. stop learning. So let that be the bottom line. But yes. honestly, if you're an advocate, we want you to come to the school, experience it, Thank see you. our wonderful <laughs> learners Hi. and, and yes. encourage other learners to, to follow suit. So because I, it really is a, a place of great excellence. And we have in our hands some of the finest young talent in the mm-hmm. country. I'll now officially introduce myself as Sia Sangweni Finn, the NSA ambassador. Definitely. It sounds good to it, us. It, 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 it has a good ring to it. It's meant to be. Absolutely. Now, Lefona, uh, Shantae, you guys are actually in matric, so you've really gone through NSA. Yes. What do you think of the school now that you're at this level and about to leave soon? That's kind of daunting. It's really sad, though. I, I don't think I'll be able to get over, you know, the whole thing of NSA. And yeah. I think it's going to be really difficult for me because, you know, I, since grade eight, I've been waking up at five to go to school, but I got used to it and I, I started enjoying, you know, going to school and stuff like that. So I'm not sure that um, I don't think I'm going to get used to the fact that I'm not going to be at NSA anymore and yeah. have all my crazy friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. What drew you to NSA in the first place? Well, what drew me to NSA is I've always known that I was different in terms of uh, other kids. I'm one kid that has never loved sports. Uh-huh. And uh, growing up, it was very difficult for me because I, ne- I wasn't the child that played soccer or whatever it is. Yeah. I was always singing. So NSA came about, I mean, my mom is an ex-NSA learner as well. Ah, so it really runs in the family. It, n- not really, because my mom, <laughs> my mom isn't an artist now. Yeah. She, we, I believe she had to go there in order to, 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 to know it for me, you know? Okay. So, um, NSA, what, what, what drew me to NSA was basically my mom, because she, she knew that I'm not one that does sports and I, I had to have another extramural activity and that came through arts and I actually found my passion in music and the NSA was the only school that could, could offer that and, yeah, I'm at NSA now. It's, it's, yeah. it's actually amazing. I love the school. And let's talk about, you know, I, I love watching, you know, art as a whole, you know, be it a production on stage or a music video, whatever it is, because I don't just watch it for entertainment value. But I always think, oh my goodness, wait, they were on stage three seconds ago and they're back with a completely new outfit. And where was that car from and was hiding somewhere backstage? And look at the lighting and how did she change that? So I always love the production value of things. Okay. Now that you have so much time designated for really f- fulfilling your artistic passion, mm-hmm. what have you learned about hard work within art? Well, personally, I learned that hard work in the arts is nothing but discipline. You know, television and stuff just makes it. I mean, everyone wants to be an artist because they think it's just the lights, the fame, the everything. Uh, In the NSA, they basically teach you the discipline behind the craft. You know, we learn how to they, they teach you that. When you come for a show or, or, or something for a rehearsal, you have to be there at least 30 minutes before for your yeah. warm-ups yeah. and everything. What people see on stage is just 20% of what actually went into the production. Shucks. And it should come out as like 150 million yeah. percent yeah. Of, of, of people should basically, we, we made to look 
hot on stage, yeah. you know, if I may. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll accept that. Yeah. We are going with that. Because one of the things, even if you're sick, you know, heaven forbid you have a cold. Yeah. Now your 120% has to be 150 50, because the audience yes. never has to know. Yeah. So what have been the biggest lessons you've learned through discipline at NSO? Well, um, discipline has been a very big factor for me. And I mean, there were times where I was sick and I had to perform and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But luckily, because of the wonderful teachers we have at school, they teach mm-hmm. us how to sing and perform through that. So that was also a very big thing for me as well. And I think it's something that I will carry with me after school as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And let us just mention the teachers out there as well. And, oh, you know, sure. just the inspirations you have as figures to look at at NSA. You know, our dear Brenda in studio, just BA honors in English and speech and drama, director of the Pink, Pink Room Productions, director of Teamworks Arts and the Indian Shared History Festival, chairperson of the SGB at the National School of the Arts, past chairperson of the Arts and Culture Trust, director of the Johannesburg Youth <laughs> Ballet, director of NPO. <laughs> My goodness, what better role models? Honestly, what better role models? I suppose key in that is extracting the fact that artists have to reinvent themselves constantly wow. and pull out these skills. As you'll see, all of those yes. things are related to the <laughs> Two industry. Pages of. And and a lot of them obviously are because I'm a mother and you know, my daughter Karuna was a matric last year. I have a young what grade eight this year, Leela, who's just starting off on wow. an NSA journey. And obviously that led me to step up to the plate in terms of what I could offer for the school because I do have 30 years of experience yeah. you know, in the performing arts sector. Um, also on that journey too, I was very privileged to serve the Arts and Culture Trust, which is South Africa's oldest independent arts and culture and heritage funding organization. And it was wonderful too just to get into a network of people and also to do work I suppose altruistic in its nature that you really do serve the greater community. And I think the service Ooh. ethos within the arts is really something that compels me completely. Uh-huh. Going back to that word earlier on passion, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm propelled by passion and that, that gets me going. And once I see its value, then wild horses won't keep me back, sometimes to my own detriment. But yeah. it's just who we are as artists. Um, so that was the Arts and Culture Trust. I'm very, very interested in, in international collaborations, and hence I do have the relationship with the with the Indian Council General of the Indian Shared History Program, which brings out fantastic content every September, um, and trying to collaborate too with South African artists, and similarly with the with the Indian emb- with the Chinese Embassy. So, Goodness. you know, see, when I'm when I see value in something, and I know that it's going to just take my energy to catalyze it Uh it's what I try and do because I I believe in our sector and I believe in trying to enable wonderful opportunities for our young learners and I must say my association at the NSA is something that's incredibly precious to me I I love these children I love what they represent because it's just complete promise and it's complete promise for our future and if we nurture and value our artists we're going to be okay because they tell our stories and they archive our history and they see the world in a different way and I think when I look at the greater planet at the moment I just wish that the artists had more of a say because I know that we could probably fix it because we remind people to feel yeah we remind them that they've got a soul and that we have a shared humanity and Hence, just to give some kind of perspective to that list of things. Justification that you read as well, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's because I believe in artists and I believe in the value of art in our society. Brenda, how has art changed you in your own personal capacity? In my own personal capacity. You know, I, I think artists are born. And I feel privileged that I've lived the life of an artist. Um, I think it allows me to I probably see the softer edges and find the emotion in situations. 
I think artists are brave. They're inherently brave because uh-huh. we go on a journey. We know that there's not going to be a huge paycheck at the end of it. But I think the fact that we can be creative all the time, that we can actually bring forth from nothing something. Yeah. And that even though you talked about the lighting and the production values, essentially artists are still those creatures that around a fireplace could stand up and actually entertain a mm. community. Mm. We can tell stories with nothing. We can delight with absolutely nothing but the power of imagination and Ooh. the spirit of us. Um, so has how's artist art affected me? I also come from a lineage of artists. I have a maternal grandmother who was a professional actress with the Norwegian National Theatre. My mother's an arts educator. My husband's a composer. I've bred a family of of creative beings. So it is our life, and I'm privileged. I'm privileged because I, wow. I don't think I. We never see the negative. There's always the optimism of being mm-hmm. able to create a solution, being able to find it, to be able to dig deep and come up with some light and some wonder. I would love to be a fly on Brenda's wall at home because I feel like <laughs> when her kids get ground, it's like, hey, 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 no more touching that paintbrush. <laughs> you are not allowed to touch the paintbrush. That is true punishment. That is fantastic, though. I really do love it. It's, 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 yeah, we could go on about this. And I really do feel that art plays such a pivotal role in, in expression just as a human, whether you really excel in it or not, you know. But, hey. Maybe I'm just slightly biased, but I absolutely <laughs> love it and I'm 100% behind you guys. So let's talk about Fame the Musical and all the behind the scenes nitty gritties. So you guys are ready 100%. Yeah. What, how big is the cast? What are we talking about production wise? And where can people get more info as well? Okay. We are cast of 23. Mm-hmm. We have about seven leads. Uh, and I think four of them are professional actors, basically. We yes, have we have our very own Helen Dubois, Helen, and yes, yes yeah. she does a John Cliff we've, Central, so that's yeah. part of our family, yeah. We've <laughs> got Helen, we've got Jonathan Taylor, uh, we've got Dean Roberts, Lala Tuku as well, which are going to be joining us on, 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 on the show. They're amazing professionals. I mean, um, having to work with them just, they, they, they're, they're loving, they're freeing. Yeah. Um, yeah. They share their, their experience with us. We've grown and learned so much about, uh, the arts through them. I love them to bits and I hope they're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you can download the podcast and play it for them. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I mean, um, in terms of, uh, where you can get more info, we can get info basically, uh, on, on the Jobic uh-huh. com, or, uh, we can just simply go to, and I can also hashtag FOF2015. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And in, in the, in the, in the website, festivaloffame.coza. That's where you can get all the information and get your bookings at, uh, jobictheater.com. Uh, yeah, for bookings for, for, for and as well, the whole festival—it's not just fame that'll be running. Yeah. Uh, there also, I know some things happening for younger kids as well on Saturday morning. So I'm very, very interested in that. Trust me, believe you me, we'll all be supporting there in full force. <laughs> but you, before we wrap up and leave, you know, I—I've expressed fully that I love you guys dearly and I support you. <laughs> but I'd like to put you on the spot just a further bit more, oh, right? Oh. You guys are here to promote fame. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So how about we have a little impromptu fame quiz? <clears throat> oh, look. Okay. So let's do this. I'll ask you all just a series of questions one by one to see how <gasps> well one. you know fame. So who should I start? Let me start with on this side. Shante. Oh, <laughs> so in the production fame, what is the name of Miss Sherman's big solo number? Is it the teacher's argument? 
Is it these are my children? Is it hard work? Or is it I want to make magic? Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> She's right out of it. Can you please repeat that? Miss Sherman, she has a big, big solo number. What's it called? Yeah, it's the teacher's argument. Oh, yeah. is she fit to play? Oh, my word. She fit to play Carmen. It's actually, these are my children. Oh, my okay. word. Okay, let's move past. <laughs> let's move past. Lufuno. Yes. In Tyron's rap, yeah. what does he say he's lived on before? Uh, what does he say he's lived on before? Is it pork, beans, and greens? Also in order, by the way. Okay. Is it pork, pork, beans, and greens? Beans, greens, and pork. Greens, beans, and pork, or pork, greens, and beans. <laughs> I think I just saw pork, more confused myself. And beans. <laughs> no, it's greens, no, beans, no. and pork. <laughs> All I'm saying is, casting director <laughs> just might have to <laughs> reconsider the decision here. <laughs> so, lastly, let's just yeah. place a little spotlight oh, on Brenda. Dear. Brenda, so still on food. Which food finally convinces Mabel that she can't cut being a dancer? Is it chocolate cake, chocolate chip cookies, candy bars, or vanilla pudding? I know the answer to that. <laughs> I know the answer to I that. Know that too. The answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to redeem myself. <laughs> I also need to redeem myself. Okay, fine, redeem yourself. Son. Vanilla pudding. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> On that redeemable note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you for What having absolute you. fun, hey. So people can hashtag fame the musical and hashtag FOF2015 to yeah. get more info. Can I say one more thing about the Saturday? Yes. Honestly, if people come to the NSA and the Joburg Theatre on Saturday, they can spend a day at the school. Wow. They can see Dance Spectrum, which is our fabulous production from our dance department, covering the spectra of, spectrum of dance. Yes. They can go over to the National School of the Arts and see a wonderful production at Hoppest 11 of Lindiwe Machaki. Jesus Donkey Child. They can go back to the Joburg Theatre and see fame. In between, they can see art exhibitions. We've got fantastic mandala installations. Our art department has turned the old tennis court into a beautiful big mandala. So really, a day at the NSA costs them 80 rand a ticket, and that is to see absolutely everything. everything yeah. And an added bonus is they can just come and experience the ethos and the spirit of that fantastic school. Exactly. And also Thursday night, uh, Thursday evening, um, the NSA Ambassador Sia Sanguini Finn will be there to watch fame. So if you want to meet him as well, he'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> in a modest way. All right. And, and also, you can also follow at NSA Art on Twitter for more info. Brenda Lufuno Shante, thank you so, so much for stopping by this morning. All the best. All the best. Hey. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thanks. All right. Thanks so so straight after this, I'll be joined by the members of Sound of Nine as they'll be talking about their latest single, Jawsy, and all that goes on in the band. So just as a little snippet, no. Here's their latest single. It's titled Jawsy. She left with him the other week. And she's been crying desperately. She slept with him. Now he's gone. Can someone see the something wrong? 
It's the latest one from South of Nine titled Jawsy right here on Untapped Talent on CliffCentral.com. What coolness. Hey, I've been listening to the song and I don't mean to sound biased, but I actually like it. And I have David representing the band here this morning joining me. Hey, David, how are you? Good on you, man. Good, good. I have to say the line that resonates the most with me is it seems our whole life it's all about the weather. Somehow, yes, it does. Isn't that's, that just the ultimate? Well, that's what everyone says. And, yeah. Um, I've lived overseas and experienced grayness and rain every day. So one thing about South Africa that's great is we have good weather. Okay. Before now, now I need to touch on you before we get into South of Nine. Give me a backstory about you. When did you, where exactly did you grow up? When did you actually fall in love with music and this whole trip around the world? Um, I grew up in Botswana, in Gaborone. Which is almost a nothing town. There's not really. <laughs> you, you are not doing Botswanian well, tourism well. A well, nothing town, he says. It, well, um, in Gaborone. Yeah. In terms of music, there's not a lot happening there. Um, I grew up, uh, just playing music with my friends and there wasn't really anyone that we could look up to or anyone jamming around, but there were South African bands like Prime Circle or Seether that were really doing well and, for people in Botswana, it was like, well, if they can do it in South Africa, why can't we in Botswana? So from an early age as well, those were your influences. And you knew for sure that you wanted to go into music? Yeah, um, just uh, there was nothing to do in the afternoons when we finished school. So literally guitar all day, you yeah. know, all night. Um, I don't know. That's where it all started, man. There was nothing else to do. So so, so now let's do this whole geography thing. From Botswana, where did you track off to next? From Bots, um, I went over to England. I, uh-huh. wanted to, I wanted to study audio engineering because I wanted to keep myself involved in music. And I felt that if I knew how to record my music or work in the music industry, I'd keep on writing songs and I'd carry on doing it. Uh-huh. So I went over to yeah London. I was there for three years and then I came back to Botswana and then... I had to come to Joburg because Joburg is the place to be. So is that what the influence of Josie was all about? Well, that, Saw the bright lights and the gold. You like have to put pen on to paper exactly. on this one. It was about four years ago that I wrote the song. And um, I thought if I'm going to Johannesburg, what, what a better way to do it than to write a song about it. Yeah. Um, and the song Josie, obviously I wanted it to resonate with people in Joburg. Uh-huh. Um, and I kind of made Josie sound like she was a girl. Well, uh, and then we, you know, I was playing it for people in the office as well. We just have one slight critique on the song. All right. You know, yes, it's all about the weather, but also about the traffic. So <laughs> if you could add that line, like, Josie, it's all about the weather and the traffic, then we have a winner. For sure. Next okay. <laughs> Let's talk about South of Nine as well. When did that formation happen? Um, from me moving here uh, to Joburg in 2011, um, obviously the first thing I wanted to do was find work. And find a band that could play with me. Yeah. Um, so it was quite a struggle, actually, trying to find people that were committed to it. And everyone that was maybe worth it that could play in the band or would would be worthwhile, was yeah. all, everyone was always uh, in a band already. So it was really hard to find committed members. Um, I tried out a whole bunch of people. I remember <laughs> I did a radio interview and said, hey, guys, I'm looking for members. And I had a whole bunch of people calling me and stuff saying hey i want to join the band yeah and i'll go and try it out with them and they could barely play guitar some of them okay so, so they just tough. wanted like the rocker lifestyle well, but yeah maybe I'm, huh. I'm not sure but um i just yeah carried on looking and i came across a guy that was a session player he played drums and he was just incredible um probably the best drummer that i've played with so far so in a way, I've been able to play with really good musicians that I, you know, really 
they really inspire me. So it's only one thing to get me better. When did you know it was it? Because you described Scythe of Nine as a two-member band, but a four-piece band as well. So how did you go about like putting all the pieces of the puzzle together and going, okay, this feels right, this is now Scythe of Nine? Um, the guitarist, his name is Corne Borta. Um, he was the first guy that I, that I actually knew when I came to Joburg, and he's an incredible guitarist. Yeah. And um, he was very keen on the project, and we just wrote some songs and kept it going, and somehow I've just found session musicians to fill in, and I don't know. Hold up, that sounds very cool. Session musicians. Guy, what does that mean? Basically, we pay them to play. Basically. Okay. So there will be a, a <laughs> fee that they will charge every time we play a show. Yeah. So session know. musician. I feel like Sia, the session musicianist, has a good ring to it. Yeah, Is know. musicianist a word? Well, no, that's me- not a word. It, Moving it means on. That, <laughs> it means they're probably making money if they're a session musician. Okay, I get it. I get it. All right, so now moving on with your career as well. This is quite an extensive lineup of people you shared a stage with. You know, Zebra and Giraffe, The Narrow, Fork of Police Guard, Newtown Knife Gang, Karen Zoid, Crash Copper, and Arno Carsten, Shadow Club. Like, dude, do you ever feel like, okay, South of Nine, we have arrived? I'm not sure about that just yet. Um, I've done three uh, South African tours so far, uh, two with Crash Carbone and one with Zebra and Giraffe. And that, I got onto those tours from being a sound guy. And I literally would say, hey, who's opening for you guys tonight? And they would go, oh, we don't have an opening act. So like, I'd be like, Convenient. please, please, <laughs> pick me. Yeah. And I remember when uh, uh, I went on the tour with Zebra and Giraffe, I was speaking to them in the in the bus and they had never heard my music before and I said who's opening for you tonight and they said oh we don't have anyone so I was like I'll open open." and they were like "Uh, I'm not too sure about that wow and then I went on stage and played and just as soon as I finished they came to me and they're like that was great you can play for the rest of the tour so how do you deal with winning people over in this industry you know as much as you can say you are an artist but you are ultimately playing you know, not necessarily to please people, but you are playing to an audience. How do you manage remaining your authentic self as David, as South of Nine, but also playing to the people? Um, at the end of the day, as a songwriter, you always be writing songs to please yourself. Or you aren't going to carry on uh, with the song unless you enjoy it yourself or uh-huh. you, you think that people can, can enjoy the song. It's when you write songs, it's something you'll do maybe in your bedroom. It's just for yourself. It's a personal thing. It's not, I don't, we don't really write music for what other people want to hear. I uh-huh. guess you just write a whole bunch of music. Some and of it is good, it some of it with. isn't. You know, that's basically it. You just write loads of songs and then a couple of them people might like and the rest of them you just like lock them in your closet. You huh. Okay, this is very, very interesting. Oh, we have a message here from Cindy. She says, um, I should ask you how old you are and what school you went to, uh, because she lived in Botswana for many years and she wants to see if any of her kids might know you because one of her kids is actually an audio engineer as well. Oh, really? Ah, look at us doing reunion types on the show, <gasps> connecting dots. Call me Dr. Phil. <laughs> okay, take out the Dr. Phil part, but you can answer the question. Um, I'm 27 years old. Um, I don't know. I went to a school called Westwood. It's a private school in Botswana, which yeah. is yeah, very interesting as well. Some of the the teachers I felt are like they come <laughs> from a comic book. It's just the weirdest thing. I remember I went back a few years after I'd finished school and just looking at the teachers, going like, "Are these the people they used is, to is teach me?" Is this normal? 
Jeez. Well, listen, uh, silver lining, that can be used as great inspiration for songs. See, look at me. Yeah, Being all positive, right? Listen, I, I cannot wrap this interview up without actually mentioning your entourage outside. Oh. You actually pitched up today with an entourage. Yeah, loads of pretty, pretty <laughs> women. Are those your friends? Um, yeah. Okay, let's, let's get, let's get them up onto the mic. You guys can have a few seconds. Walk up to the mic quickly. All right. Let's get that on. All right. So your name is? Tim. Tim. Okay. So Tim, listen, I want some juicy truth. About David before we wrap the interview up. Yeah. If you had to sum up David in one sentence, how would you sum him up? If I had to sum him up, I would say he's one of the most humble human beings you have ever met. Oh, okay. Humble human beings you've ever met and you didn't pay him, right? Not yet. Actually. Okay. So let's get the other guy as well. So there's Tim and then he's been taking pictures galore as well. So step up to the mic. Your name is? Miguel. Miguel. All right. Miguel, what do you think of South of Nine? Their music. I love their sound, I love their music, and I honestly, I don't see a reason why they can't get all the way to the top and then more. Yo, 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 And yo. on a side note, um, yes. Dave was actually a teammate of mine for a beer pong tournament we had a few weekends ago. The man has got some skill. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> Thank you, Mikael. Sorry, I can't contain myself after that. Listen, from musician to being beer pong player. Listen, you're, you're talented. You're full all-rounder then. Yeah, we try our best, eh? That's a David. <laughs> there we go. Your friend's putting you on the spot there. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, Mikael. Thank you so much, Tim. David, in rounding off, where can people get more information on South of Nine? And where can people see you perform as well? Um, Actually, I just re- released a 17-track album online, which is a free album that I recorded myself. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, it's an album called Palindrum. Uh, if you'd like to download the album, if you go into soundcloud.com forward slash south of nine and you'll find there's a 17 track album that you can download. Um, anyone that enjoys alternative rock, please check it out, man. It's a free album. And yeah, hopefully I can get more people to hear it and let them obviously hear what they have to say about it. That is yeah. fantastic stuff. We also have Alice on WeChat who's just messaged in. She's, uh, she says, yay, Dave. So proud of you from Botswana. So look at awesome. that. You're gathering like our international audience, Nochal. David, thank you so much for stopping by. Hey, It's been a pleasure. It really thank means you. a lot. I'll keep on playing Josie and anything else that happens with your career. Listen, yes. I'll, I'll tag along. If you tagged along with all these other bands and you opened up for them, I'll just tag along with you. Be then amazing. one day I'll play like the triangle for you and I'll. Do you want to join the band sure people can we just have a moment of silence for the show i'm now the nsa ambassador now i'm joining south of nine yeah. boom <laughs> just on that note i think then we should round the show off thank i'm you. already cool enough awesome. thank you so much david thank you to my <laughs> earlier guests as well for Super stopping by and most importantly thank you so much for having us on this is untapped talent another hour done and dusted um cindy on wechat thank you so much for messaging and she just also sent a ne- another message saying i'm going to download south of nine now new fan in ireland so that's absolutely awesome yes. so listen until next week let's catch up right uh, you can download the podcast and listen in your own time and catch up on previous editions of untapped talent but until then next week wednesday 9 to 10 a.m right on cliffcentral.com my name is sia and i'll see you on radio on radio more of the good stuff cliffcentral.com